filter. This is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means. Welcome to One Blunt Woman. I am Wanda Means. I am author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40. Is it over 40 or am I over 50 yet? God, I'm getting old. I'm here with Kevin. Hello, Kevin. How you doing? I'm good. And my friend Shelly, she has been my unpaid therapist for the better part of... 13 years, so I thought I'd pay her back by having her come torture her on my show. Thank you. You gotta kiss the microphone. I'll get something back someday, <laughs> Wanda. I do <laughs> I do want to congratulate you. Your son got his first offer for a football team. He's a stud. Oh, congratulations. He's big. I remember him in kindergarten when he was tiny, and now he's like this big, massive like nose me. guard. Yeah, like you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know. And he got his first offer. I'm so excited. Thank you. He's so cute. He's so enormous. He's like a man. Not that I'm a milf or anything, but wow, mm. he is pretty cute, Shelly. I'm just going to say that. Thank you. Okay, so today I am going to be talking about... Uh, the 10 things we do that the Bible bans. And I'm not talking about adultery. Can you have any idea on what the 10 things that we do every day that the Bible bans? Um, I don't know about every day, but I, I, would, I, would, I would put jerking off in there somewhere. <laughs> well, oh. premarital sex, but okay. But we'll get into One that later. Two, yeah. And then we're going to talk about the U.S. doing their first penile transplant. Can you believe that? It only took him 15 hours. I might carry this story over to my show. <laughs> you should because it's fascinating. It's a good one. And, and you know, they did it in South Africa and it only took them nine hours. But it took us 15. But it only took 50, five zero doctors, surgeons, nurses to get this done. That's what I. That's the guy I want to interview though because what qualifies as successful? You know? Imagine I mean, one penis, 15 hours, 50 fucking doctors. I mean, am I missing something here? I mean, does, if, it just, if it doesn't fall off and die after two days, I count that as successful, or is it only successful if it still functions? Well, we're going to get into that, and we're going to talk about the, a few of the issues that they have, which I think I got is questions. funny. Okay, but first of all, this weekend, I um, met my 34-year-old again. That was fun. God, I love 34-year-olds. Yeah, you're into the 34-year-old. Although he's lately. older than you. Yeah. You're too young still. Sorry. A little older than me. Yeah, no. Tell your girlfriend you're still too young for me. All right. But if I stop aging, you could become old enough. I'll be 31 soon. <laughs> Poor Kevin. Okay, so this weekend I met the former president, George W. He is a um, very flirtatious man, I must admit. We were walking into Rye's restaurant as he was walking out, and I, I've seen him many times we go to church together although i don't really go to church anymore but the many times i did go to church i always did see him there but i've never met him so we're walking out my friend jen says oh my god president bush my father is a senator it's so nice to meet you and he says oh it's nice to meet you too tell your father i said hello and i'm just standing there staring at him me you know at a loss for words i couldn't say anything and i know that's kind of shocking because i usually have something to say he's about cute, everything he? he's cute but he's mm-hmm. little you're a little starstruck yes. i was i was a little starstruck yeah. even though i don't know if you consider our next president a star i um, think so that's like or the celebrity top well okay definitely Maybe the, public figure a tear in their own tear of their own so we're standing there and he looks at me and i look at him and he goes so is your father a senator and of course i laughed because you know my father's a complete douche not. yeah there yeah. you go no. douche he is about to die. Oh, that's my stepfather. Oh. Whatever. 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 <laughs> he's not. Yeah, I get confused. I know. There's Whatever. He's. Whatever. So, anyway. He was not a senator. He was not a senator. <laughs> right. So, he looks. And, I, and we laugh, of course, because we know my dad's not. And then he looks at me and he get, looks me straight in the eye and he goes, I bet you're trouble. Maybe he has a keen sense of judgment. I have to tell you, no matter he's what very you perceptive. say about President Bush, he's clairvoyant. 
He looked me straight in the eye and I just started laughing. I'm like, you don't even know me and you already have surmised that I am trouble. I always like George W. Bush. I do. I don't care. And truly, honestly, I don't care what you think about him. You should always respect the office of the presidency. Absolutely. I mean, he was the president of this country for eight years. And I remember when I talked about Trump and who was ever in the Situation Room needs to have a big penis if they're going to call, you know, got to have a big dick. You got to have a dick to, sw- to swing around. You, you know? got to have a dick to swing around. Yeah. You got to have serious balls if you're going to drop, like Truman having balls to drop the bomb in Hiroshima. And Kevin goes, well, I've never thought of him of having big balls, but he must. You got to hang balls if you're going to. Because Trump had made, uh, told Rubio that. I have big hands, so therefore I'm well packaged everywhere else. I mean, did you not hear any of this? Oh, yes, and I thought it was hideously distasteful. Well, really, of course, but, about but then I had to take it one step further. If you're in the Situation Room, I clearly want you to have big balls or a big penis. But he honestly does not have, he has small hands. Oh, George does? No, Donald. Oh, I didn't notice. Well, but tiny. Rubio did. The Donald does have, does have small hands. They're short fingers. That's true. He's got the stubby kind of sausagey mm-hmm. fingers. Well, stubby and sausagey is, uh, you know, that I'm okay oh, with that. Oh, boy. Well, well, you know... <laughs> Okay, moving, moving on. on. Right. So, that could be an indicator of the pinky peen. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> the pinky penis, I know. But apparently he's going to say otherwise. Okay, so uh, last night I got into a huge fight with my daughters. I have two daughters a year apart. Shelly has two sons a year apart. So we have the same issues, except for I'm dealing with estrogen and she's dealing with testosterone. And we got into a huge fiasco over my daughters, the color of her birthday cake. I wanted to pull my hair out because I had ordered a pink cake and she wanted blue. And I thought to myself, I'm going to fucking kill her because all she, her whole world revolves around the stupid color of a cake. Aren't you glad you don't have daughters? Yeah. I'm glad I don't have kids well, at all. Well, he might someday. <laughs> That's true. When I went on a cruise with my girlfriend, we're just like, God, this is so nice. Like watching everybody having to deal with their kids. We're like this is blissful yeah okay so yeah kids are a pain in the ass i mean i love her so she makes straight a's so what am i gonna do so of course i called the decorator and said could you please change it to blue i felt like world war three would have been prevented in my house i, I swear i'm such a pussy but I isn't a cake easily. supposed to be a surprise i mean why Good point. even tell her about the because my other daughter was egging it on in her face saying i know what uh. it is so then you've got this sibling rivalry thing going on i swear i have my own cain and abel issues going on and we're going to talk about the bible in a minute because you know i know so much about the bible okay so last night i had dinner with this fascinating woman and she's agreed to be on my show i'm so excited her name is dr kat smith and she is a sex therapist she has written the book 69 ways to intimacy and of course i laugh because why would you say because you know there's a huge difference in sex and intimacy sex is just sex and but the problem with women is we think that when we have sex with a man that we confuse it with intimacy oh i'm in love and because there's Women are, a lot of women think that they're the same, but let me just tell you, they are not the same. Sex is very different from intimacy. Like I always say, I will have sex with a man before I will ever hold his hand. I fully believe, so she's going to come on. I'm so excited. Her name is Dr. Kat Smith. I was on the Immerse. Um, my friend Yvette Grove has a show called Point of Contact. It's on Immerse. They, it's like where you can live interact with like a talk show. So there were four female survivors on this show last night. Um, and I was so excited that, you know, it's nice to not be the only survivor of sexual abuse. And so one of the women said, and I was really excited. She says, listen, we go from victim 
to survivor to advocate. And that's where I am. I am definitely a victim. I hate that word, but I was at one point. I have survived, and now I'm an advocate, and I'm out here to teach to teach people. I cannot stop childhood sex abuse, but I can implore parents to talk to their children about this please do not let anyone touch your children and if they come to you please 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 believe them and please get help don't do what my mother did god she's one incredibly weak woman and by the way she's coming to my therapy in two weeks so i can confront her and ask her why she didn't believe me can we film it yes we need to film it because the woman is fucking crazy no one would ever believe it if you ask me coming up we're going to be talking about the first penile transplant in the United States. I'm Wanda Means. I'm one blunt woman. You're listening to One Blunt Woman on RNCN, a mouth that matters. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. Owning your own business is one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do, but it certainly isn't easy. For nearly 50 years, business owners have been getting the help they need from SCORE, all for free. My SCORE mentor helped me take the first step. He helped me create a business plan and helped me implement it. SCORE mentors are passionate about sharing their expertise to help small businesses achieve success. I could not have done it alone. Whether you're a startup or an existing business, SCORE mentors can help you achieve your goals and help your business grow. With more than 12,000 volunteers with real-world business experience, SCORE is ready and willing to help make your dreams come true. SCORE helped me to make the unimaginable possible, all for free. Visit SCORE.org to get started today. SCORE, for the life of your business. Tuned in to One Blood Woman on RNCN. This shit really happens. Welcome back. This is Wanda Means, and I am on my second tequila shot. Oh, what a day it has been. I have Kevin here with me. Hey, Kevin. Hey. And my crazy friend, Shelly. And this segment is this shit really I'm happens? the crazy one? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I know they're really you. This shit really happens. So usually I tell a dating stories and I don't really have any super great dating stories, but I do have a blow off story. I went out with a guy or we were supposed to have a date Friday night and go on, go on, go on. I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll see you. And then, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I can't make it. Okay, whatever, dude, whatever. I had plans anyway. So the next day he texts me and says, can you meet now? I have a couple hours free. And I said, sure, I can meet you before I go grab my kids. Well, I text him that, no response. Why the fuck do you say, can you meet now? And then not respond at all. Five hours later, he goes, hey, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, could you pick a personality? I mean, just one. If you want to be consistent, say, hey, let's do something, great. Don't text me that. And then don't hear me from me for five hours. When a guy says, yeah, I can meet right now, what does that mean? It means right now, right? Yeah. Well, I would think not five hours. And I'll so, see you in a half hour. Right. So. And so you say, okay, that sounds good. Let's meet for a drink. Crickets. Five fucking hours. I find Someone that else weird. must have responded before you. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. But you're probably right. That's what I'm thinking. But then like five hours later, he's like, okay, hey. I'm like, Maybe the other one didn't work out. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe you didn't bang her. Oh, please. Can you delete him? Yeah, oh, I already said. I said, you know what? I'm going to pass. Thank you. I just say it all Have the time. I'm going to pass. I mean, he was cute, but whatever. God. Well, remember how I say if you're cute in the picture, by God, be cute in person? Yep. But now I got the toe fetish you've been, guy. You've had a couple uh-uh. that pulled the Texas switch. Should I meet the, the Texas switch? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what about the toe fetish no. guy? No. No. He seems kind of cute. Um, I doubt he's going to throw some toe stuff at you right away. He already had a picture sent, wanted to send a picture of the toes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he was cute. I was laying by the pool. Who cares? You don't need any fetish people. Yeah. Okay, I've got my own fetishes, clearly. I just got a bad call. Oh, God. Okay, so the United States has had their first penile transplant. I know. We're only a couple years behind South Africa. Why we're behind South? I can understand being behind the Russians, but South Africa, it took us 15 hours to do this penile transplant. 50, 5-0, Doctors, nurses, and surgeons. Can you imagine? That's a lot of people to put one penis on. They must have had a really large operating room. And where do they all stand? Here we think people worship God. Apparently men worship the penis. I wonder if the guy was bummed out when he saw that his replacement penis, if it was smaller. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to get into that. (laughs) Because. It's like, hey, man, it's all or nothing. This is what you get. Is this or nothing at all? You'd probably be, okay, 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 okay. Well, the doctor, the spokes, the urologist, who is the spokesman for the hospital, Dr. Dick N. Co. (laughs) It's better than Dr. Ho. I mean, come on. Or Dr. Cox. Uh, Dr. Dick. Dr. Dick and ass. Dr. Dick and Cox. <laughs> Dr. Dick. <laughs> like, I cannot believe they are putting this guy's name on there. Is Dr. Dickin? Dickin. Like, it's Dickin. Like, apparently, maybe he liked Charles Dickens. I don't know. He changed I said his name. it was Old English. It is Old English. But anyways, Dr. Dick and Co., who's the spokesman for the hospital, said the, do- the donor organ must be of comparable structure. So... Sorry, guys. If it's got to be a similar crank to what you already had. Yeah, so it can't be bigger. Sorry, dude. So if you're thinking, well, fuck, let's just get a transplant. Yeah. You know? It's not uh, an upgrade. It's not an upgrade, I know, right? <laughs> so You can't swap ethnicity? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's a good question. And he wants it to appear natural, so never mind the Frankenstein shaft he's got going on. Can you imagine a girl going down on you? What? Oh, it's black yeah. on top and it's, it's white on the bottom. I don't get it. So it has to be of comparable nature and it has to look natural. It, it uh, there it, it can't be. Um, <laughs> I, when I was reading this article, I was so shocked because I can't believe that we've actually, this is the first one. I mean, men have been so obsessed over their penises. So apparently it was um, amputated. This guy is 64 years old. It was amputated de- during... Um, uh, penile cancer. Did you know there's such thing as called penile cancer? No. I thought it was dick cancer, but apparently it's penile so cancer. So the, the, the one that he got, was that like same. an organ donor? <laughs> it was, yes, an organ donor. Don- so Okay, take that off my driver's license right away. I don't want anybody, <laughs> I don't want anybody lopping my crank well, if off. you're checking donor, you're checking all your whatever is available to donate. But, but you know, Kevin, yours may be too big. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's not going to fit a lot of people. It, yeah. yeah, I know. So it has to be. But why is that so difficult? You, you can get a face transplant now. I would think that would be harder. People get arms and legs put back on. I know it took them three and a half years to get ready for this procedure. Maybe just because it was the first one. Apparently, they so this guy to had to go exact. three years with no ween, with not <laughs> nothing. I know. Can you imagine? Uh, that's a bummer. Okay, so the doctor Dick. Dr. Dick, we're calling him Dr. Dick because I think that's the funniest name ever. He said, sexual function is a goal. However, reproduction is not. And you know why? 
That's not their goal. And it's not because of his age, because he was 64 years old. It's because of ethical issues of who they think the father would be. What the fuck? I swear to God, that confuses me. Because does semen come from the penis or the balls? Balls. So why would there be any ethical question as to who the father would be? Did he get just the one thing put on or all three? Well, all they talked about was the penis. So we can assume. But maybe it was more. Maybe it was the balls. But don't. So as we come, don't we create this in our body as it's happening? Or is your ball sack just full of sperm? I think it's full of sperm. <laughs> they would, no, they'd be bigger. So if they take it off a dead body to transplant and they put in their little blue cooler and they hop it off on the helicopter and go off, you know, they cut it from one body and they, you know how those organ donors work, you know, they quickly have to get it to the next person who's waiting for it, right? They, oh my God, we finally found the size. Is it four inches? Yes, perfect. Is that erect or is that, you know, limp? I don't know. Imagine the questions on that questionnaire they must ask to make sure it's the right size. So what I'm saying is if, okay, wait, keep going. So there were no signs of bleeding or rejection. Apparently he hasn't been rejected by any woman yet. Shocker. He's still in the hospital. You mean a nurse? One of the nurses. <laughs> Kevin, you're not laughing at any of this. Does I think count? you're in pain. He's scared. You're in pain over this whole conversation. This. Yeah. What, you're confused by the doctor A lot of the logistics. Or the logistics. Yeah. The 15 hours to do the I surgery. I want to know what kind of functionality this guy has left. No, they're saying that they hooked up every single nerve, and it has to be of comparable natural size. Does that mean you can still get hard? That was the goal. That was the goal. They said sexual function is the goal, not reproduction, and not because of his age, because of ethical issues. So I'm confused by that, because I really think, I would think that if your penis is who creates the semen, I don't know. And you're right, and I suppose it would have to be the same color. Yeah. Well, not all. and let me just tell you. Comparable. Let me just tell you, from my experience, not all penises are created alike. I'm just going to throw that out there. I didn't think so. Shelly's been in monogamous marriage for 20 years, so she doesn't know. But let me, take it, let me tell you, honey, <laughs> they are all different sizes. There's big and small, fat and skinny. Yeah, so much. Kevin's giving me the pinky penis. Oh, speaking, oh. Yeah. Wait, speaking of penises. <laughs> what a perfect timing. I know, sorry. Okay. You've got to play your music so I can do my sorry, outro. Sorry, sorry. There Whatever. We go. I know, Kevin. Come on, you're slacking. And you took your jacket off. He's disturbed. It's hot in here. He's disturbed by the whole penis thing. Coming up, we are going to be talking about the ten things we do every day that the Bible has banned. Don't move. More of one blunt woman with Wanda memes is next on RNCN. Hi, this is Michelle Williams. I'm a national sales representative for J. Hilburn Men's Custom Clothier. At J. Hilburn, we want to help our customers dress better. We know that they can get a great fitting product at great quality for a great price. If you're wanting to expand your wardrobe or just need help with your day-to-day dress, go to michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. That's michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. When it comes to bullying, don't validate, eliminate. Adults have the power to stop bullying in our schools. I'm Dennis Van Roekel, president of the National Education Association. It's up to us as educators, as parents, as adults, to stand up on behalf of bullied kids. Help us create safe, bully-free learning environments for all students. One caring adult can make all the difference. Be that adult and take the pledge at nea.org slash bullyfree. A message from the National Education Association. You're listening to RNCN. 
the digital destination for premium talk radio. You're listening to One Blunt Woman on RNCN, a mouth that matters. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means. I didn't realize Kevin had changed my music to 8675. It's a good one, right? 5309. Okay, this goes to my friend, my seventh grade boyfriend, Chris Syrup. His phone number was 867-5709. Pretty close. I know, right? Very close. So, you know, and then the song came out. I think you got lots of um, accident phone calls. That's so <laughs> funny. I didn't know you. I love, it's one of my favorite 80s songs. So I'm going to try to surprise you each week with some awesome. So this is to Chris Syrup, my seventh grade boyfriend. He's so cute. He just got remarried. Damn her. Kidding. Um, I haven't seen him in years. Okay, so I am going to be talking about the 10 things that we do every single day that the Bible bans. And shockingly, most of them were found in Leviticus. Do y'all know Leviticus, the uh, Old nope. Testament? Okay, you not know. well. A little rusty on my uh, Bible verses. So the, so the Torah is the first five testaments of the Old Testament. Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. It's a little lesson from a child who grew up in the church. No? Okay. So, um, I was raised Catholic. So you should know all the parts of the Bible. I should. Okay. But well, I don't. So in my latest research, after Exodus is when they all left Egypt, those people are kind of whack jobs, if you ask me. I think they're still a little bit wacky. So I can't really blame them. So they then we move on to Leviticus, and that's where Mo, uh, God is preaching to Moses. Now that we've built this tabernacle, let's, you know, I, this is how I want people to act around this holy campground so this is what he's telling them so then moses of course has to tell all the people this is the word of god i want you to believe this and so i've come up with 10 things well i haven't come up with i read this but i mean someone else came up with it but i'm just kind of merely mocking it a bit i'm sure i'm going to go to hell for making fun of the bible but these are 10 things we do every day that the bible bans and i'm not talking about adultery because we all know adultery is committed but somehow it's not in this list of things however premarital sex is listed so no matter what we do we as humans will always have the urge to have sex and that will never change i do it's unnatural to suppress that i agree so as i'm doing as i'm reading all these i notice that most of them are in leviticus where moses is preaching to the israelites blah 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 and so and and leviticus is the uh um where uh, it's from the tribe of aaron where the priests come from so you know the priests you know the child molesters. So i will not start with leviticus if the, if, the, if the urge strikes to dig into some bible verses i'll skip leviticus well i mean this is where we're preaching to them so like tattoos leviticus nineteen twenty eight. no really? printing of any marks upon you i did not know that i know so i don't have any tattoos Shelly, do you have any what do you think don't you have a tramp stamp on your back no i don't no, i thought you did i <laughs> no. swear to god no uh, we got temporary <laughs> ones in Cabo at the office that time. Oh, we did. Oh, mm-hmm. we're not going to talk like the hand tattoos. Have you yes. been to the office in it Cabo? It stayed on two weeks. It was embarrassing. <laughs> Have you done? Let's talk about the office. I love that they call it this bar called. It's called the office in Cabo. Have you ever been there? No, Shelly, we put in a twelve-hour day yeah, that day. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. The Hard funnest work. day of my life, actually. <laughs> I know. Okay, so uh, moving on. Um, Leviticus three seventeen. I don't know what the fuck he was teaching them, but apparently this is all the shit. No eating good food. Either I eat neither fat nor blood. Okay, so there goes bacon. There goes any meat. Yeah. There goes any meat, but fuck bacon is uh, my I god. I like my steaks extra bloody. I know, and I worship bacon. 
What is with all this shit going on, Leviticus? I mean, uh, he was a vegetarian. Not, not to enjoy any part of life. <laughs> <laughs> so all these Bible thumpers are told, listen up, Bible thumpers out there, because we are in the mouth of the South. So oh, you, I just gave a plug for somebody. Oh, ouch. I can't if believe If you wake up that. with a boner, don't enjoy it. Uh, yes. Oh, and don't go have a steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a take okay so moving on oh uh first this is weird wearing fabric blends you shall need you shall not breed together two kinds of cattle that's in leviticus too huh? what the fuck so you can't wear two kinds of cattle this I, is one i'm good on so far <laughs> <laughs> wait what does that have to do with fabric like i suppose if you wore sheep and cow oh because their don't clothes mix, were all made of leather don't mix the two it's Boy, apparently they, who wrong. Who has time to figure that out? I think I'm wearing all cotton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Leviticus 19.16, no gossiping. Don't be a talebearer. God, I would really be fucked on that one. That yeah, I'm probably screwed on that one, one Yeah, no, we're all screwed Guys that gossip one, right? just as much as chicks. Just don't admit it. Uh, okay, keep going. Uh, Leviticus 19.27, no buzzed haircuts or bear trimming. No round off the side growth of your head, nor mar the corners of thy beard. Okay, so shaving my pubes is cool, but uh, <laughs> shaving my head apparently is, is, is a little I taboo. I don't think there was manscaping back, back then. <laughs> I used to shave my head every summer. But Kevin, are we going to consider you metro then? I guess certainly I, so. He is. So this is what. I, listen, I don't. I didn't write the fucking Bible. I'm just saying <laughs> what they've said. But they're saying you're not supposed to shave your face. Well, they well, didn't have your, razors. No, no buzz cuts. I definitely used to shave my so head every all these summer. People that are big, huge Bible thumpers or whatever, they think they're following the word of God, but they're not. I was well, a swimmer. I shaved all kinds of shit. No, what they didn't have razors. How would they have shaved their heads? I don't know. That's just how okay. they even know people did that. Okay. Yeah, good point. I don't so understand. I guess it's it. Scholars have unanimously said that the material in Leviticus is of considerable antiquity. That's code for it's out of, it's out date. of date. Yeah, right. But hey, it's still in the Bible. I'm just saying. Okay, so those are nothing all the, we can do about that. Those are all the Leviticus ones. There's a couple others. One I want to go on, which this is my all-time favorite one. Um, it is in Corinthians. Let your woman keep silence in the churches. Have you ever been to a black church? Have you ever seen the women in the black church? You think they're quiet? They're going against Corinthians. They're all going to hell. That's a sin. Yeah. I didn't say it. You said it. That is not... You're being sarcastic here. <laughs> of you're course being, I'm being sarcastic. Being and too literal. But it just cracks me up. Let your woman be silent. I can't be silent anywhere, especially church. Good Lord. What's wrong with these people? Um, Corinthians also says, the wife should not separate from her husband and the husband shall not divorce her. And if she leaves, she must remain unmarried the rest of her life. Now this one... I'm okay with. Uh, that kind of it makes a little sense. I'm no longer know. married, and you think I want another? You have man no intention of getting married ever again. In my house and telling me what to do, uh, not gonna happen. So I'm I'm okay with that one. I, I, I would bet you get married again. Yeah, and you're not gonna marry someone who tells you what to do. Well, no, of course not. Please, I'm looking for an equal partner, but I don't think that really exists no, that, either. Because no. you will always have to pick up after your man because they're all. Sloths. I grew up in high school listening to Howard Stern every morning, and I took everything he said as gospel, telling us that you should never get married, and how he'll never get married again. And I actually believed that shit. It was something I, I you know, I was a young, impressionable guy. I took that stuff to the bank, and now, boom, he's been remarried for four years. Yeah, I'm very happy. Yep. Oh, you're saying I'm going to eat my words? I think you'll end up remarried. I will gladly eat my words when the perfect guy comes along. 
doesn't fucking exist but okay perfect uh, for you not and perfect w- well perfect i agree um and i hate that we're perfect anyways okay so what in exodus thirty-one fourteen, does it say you will be put to death for jerking off working on the Sorry. weekend oh <laughs> man i agree with that i would already so be in off, hell kevin oh and the last one is you shall not touch the carcass carcasses of a pig oh that would be football because they're made of pigskin so they all make fun of uh footballs so there you go there are the top 10 things that we do every day that is banned in the bible which i loved reading all that because it's so far off okay we have to wrap up our 17th episode i'll be back in a couple weeks with a sex therapist to tell me how fucked up I really am. I am the author of my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. Upcoming shows, more about sex, more about dating in your 40s, and parenting in this entitled world. And don't forget, from tremendous pain comes an incredible amount of strength. I'm Wanda Means, and you're listening to One Blunt Woman. For more information on Wanda Means One Blunt Woman podcast, follow us on Facebook at Wanda Means One Blunt Woman and visit us on our website, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. You ignore the signs, so you enable. You don't want to alienate your child, so you enable. But if you think they're trying drugs, you shouldn't be afraid. You're the parent. So you are able. And we can help. So you are able. Get help at drugfree.org. Partnership for a Drug-Free America Texas Alliance. The Center for Animal Research and Education is a nonprofit providing a permanent home to over 50 abused and abandoned big cats in DFW. Come out for a tour and meet our amazing lions, tigers, and leopards. For more information, go to carerescuetexas.com. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio.